Welcome back to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast, brought to you by iFilm Cinema. Cinema for everyone. Um, yeah, I'm here. It's on Apple and Spotify and all that other shit. Um, wherever you listen to it. Yeah, at. wherever you have podcasts at. Just not YouTube. Actually, you know what? This is part of the intro. Where can you find... I'm just going to Google it. In my, not Your Normal Podcast? I ain't never actually Googled it. So, I think if you... If you Google iFilm Cinemas Productions, it pulls up as a business because I list I have it listed as one. Yeah, and it brings up the iFilm Cinemas Productions YouTube, then Not Your Normal Podcast on Apple, then another link to pod Apple Podcast for NYMP. Yeah, PodNews.net plays ours. Okay. Backtracks.fm. Okay. Um, PodBay.fm. Okay. I've Pod, heard all those. Podverse.fm. That's new. Podsaddict.com. Okay. It brings up the Twitter. Blueberry. B-L-U-B-R-R-Y. Um, Ivy.fm. Um, Listen Notes. And the very first episode that pops up as like as a link is episode 205 that has you on it. Am um, I on 205? Yeah, you're on 205. Um, Friendspire.com. Castbox.fm, specifically the episode uh, where I was in Los Angeles. Um, episode 39 on AudioJunkie.co, which is you. Was, um, oh no, that's your that's your old podcast with me on it. Really? Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of links, and if you go to images, it's. Uh, the NYMP and a picture of me at Anthony's house holding a bottle of proper 12 whiskey by Conor McGregor. <laughs> um, so that's cool. Huh? Interesting. Anyway. Yeah. You can find the podcast on all those. Yeah. And I, also I talked to her the other day. Um, so a couple weeks ago, I actually, this is going to bother me much better. Um, is the chair out? Yeah. So the chair was touching the the chair was touching the table. Oh. So when you when I moved it, it was I brought it off balance. It was making that noise, squeaky bed noise. Yeah, squeaky bed noise. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple weeks ago, um, we um we went to one of the Dallas places. I forget which one it was, but we stopped at OMG Taco on the way back. Okay, y'all uh, love that place. I have I've only ate it. Uh, OMG Tacos Fire. <laughs> anyway, um Keyshawn was uh with us and me and him both had on one of my podcast shirts. Okay. And this girl uh asked him, like, Oh, what's that? I've never heard of that. And then Keyshawn pointed her and he was like, Oh, that's his podcast. So then we started talking and she has a podcast called It's called Yeah Whatever. It's on Apple and Spotify and Anchor and all that stuff. Okay. Um brief description of what the podcast is about. Is there a way to do that? Uh, what are you on? I don't want to do the 16th episode. I want to go to the actual thing. Hold on. There's a way to... Oh, here it is. About. The podcast where we talk about various subjects such as life, the world, music, mental health, fashion, astrology, horror, and the list could go on. And there will be fun guests in the future as well. Our goal is to use this podcast to journal the constant navigation and pursuit of understanding the complexities of life. That's deep. Very. But I like it. I was listening to it this morning. Her name is Kiro. Okay. 
pretty sure that's how you pronounce it. I'm not going to lie. Forgot. Um, but I talked to her the other day, so made me think of it. Go listen to it. I'll put it up. Boom. Right there. Boom. Right here. Bet. <laughs> so, yeah, go listen to Yeah, Whatever. It's a much better name than NYMP. I, you know, <laughs> I've been on this now as a co-host for a while, but I've been on a few times before. I have never asked you how you came up with okay, so, NYMP. Uh, so, the whole thing was, um, so me and Kyler, we started a podcast in 20... 20- I remember that. Yeah, and it was back a in the back in the gap. Yeah, <laughs> it was a while ago, and then we stopped, just abruptly stopped doing it. We did like four episodes, and then uh, one day, because um, I quit Starbucks in 2019, in the middle of, on April Fool's Day in 2019. Yeah, I remember that. And I was because you kept saying, oh, "I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna quit, I'm gonna quit." Nobody believed you. Yeah, no, I just my manager Bree didn't believe me either. I just did it. I, she didn't believe me on top of that because I put in my weeks like I was like put in my two weeks notice exactly two weeks before April Fool's Day. Oh, yeah. No, I feel if, <laughs> as an employer, you're probably like, yeah, this dude's joking. Yeah, exactly. He'll be at work. Yeah. On no. April Fool's Day. <laughs> I came to work on April Fool's Day and then they asked me to stay longer and I went, I don't work here anymore. <laughs> I left. <laughs> um, but. So after that, I was just going to do video and picture stuff. For, like, that's what I was just going to do. And I did. And then in like September, our first episode was on September of 2019. A couple weeks before that, uh, I just, I forgot how it happened, but me and Kyler were on the phone and I came over here and uh, we were just talking about the podcast that we just never continued to do. And we were like, we should do it. So I went home, grabbed a pair of like two pairs of like Apple headphones. Started out, from the bottom. Went, now we <laughs> went to the went to the garage, sat on the the bench, like the 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 bench, the weight bench, yeah. the weight bench. Um, used the vo- uh, memo recorder on my phone. Yeah. Um, did that. Uploaded it to uh, to SoundCloud. Then we did that and like. Some people listened to it and some people didn't. It sounded shitty. It was awful. Um, then we did another one, like, the week after that. And then we did another one the week after that. And, like, Anthony Garcia and some other people, like, messaged us. Like, oh, yeah, it was funny. I listened to it, all that, like, all that stuff. And we're like, huh, okay. So then we went to, then I went to Micro Center. In, and then, and in like, Richardson. Richardson yeah. yeah. Went to Micro Center. Right before 635. Yep. Went to Micro Center. And bought like some cheap, actually in there, um, some like cheap $20 microphones and like this little like audio recorder with a headphone splitter that we used to plug the mics into because they had 3.5 millimeter jacks. Yeah, the little jacks. Yeah. We used those to record and we came in here and we recorded in here and we sat down in like two chairs and like a dinner tray table. And we did that for a little while. And then Hayden uh, and Garrett, who's actually sleeping in the room next to us right now, um, <laughs> uh, they were like, oh, yeah, you should, you know, you should, I should do it, like actually do it. So I went to Furniture Row. I bought this table that came with these chairs. Went to Best Buy, bought these tripods, these cameras, um, ordered this, rec- this Zoom H6 recorder. 
You, uh, you had the smaller version of the Zoom. Yeah. Because I have it at my yeah. house right now. Yeah. <laughs> so the Zoom, this big, giant $600 Zoom H6 handy recorder. Um, ordered these arm bars and all this stuff. Ordered these microphones. Actually, I didn't order these microphones. I ordered some mire, uh, some wireless microphones first, and we used those. Because yeah, yeah, it just sort of eliminated, like, the wire, wire clutter, yeah. which is, I now that I think about it, wires really don't matter. Um, so, but we have those just in case we need to make a video where we go out in the street and we, we have wireless microphones. We now. have lapels too. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I got all that and then we set it up in here. I'm, me, Hayden and Kyler built this table and the chairs. Um, I made this NYNP sign right here behind me. Uh, I made that AOC sign. I built it my own hands. I built it. <laughs> I went to I got I went to Lowe's and got wood cut. Like I built it. Everything. I did it all. Uh got these sound panels, uh bought a couple of, you know, calendar things. Kyler went and got that Michael Jordan poster right there and that one at a garage sale for like two dollars. Um I got that one, that Kobe one that I put up in here for my mom for my birthday. We put a TV up. Yeah. Kyler had a couch at his uh, at his mom's house that she was gonna get rid of. We put it in here just as like a guest couch just to hang out. Yeah, and yeah, and how the name came about was just like, uh. just threw something together, huh? No, yeah, just didn't even didn't even think about it. We were just like, what are we gonna call it? And we went through, we got on some website where you can like type in a name or like what the podcast is about, and it'll give you like. Generate random names and like, okay. all of them were whack, and I was like, "Man, this shit sucks." And uh, I think Kyler said, uh, "I'm pretty sure one of the names Kyler was like, well, that's just not normal, or something like that's not a normal name for a podcast." And I was like, "That's pretty cool, NYMP. I like that." And I was like, "That's how that's how it happened." That's interesting though, honestly, because I had never asked, and I've been a guest multiple times. Yeah, that how that happened. Um, the iFilm Cinema's name came from so my friend Nick, who lives in Denver now. Oh, he's back in the states. Yeah, he's back in the states. Okay, Nick. He, uh, me and him both into like you know film stuff and making videos and movies and all that. You know anything camera related. We're both really into it, and. His name on, we got the idea to like start making videos together, but we needed a name for it. Well, his name on Instagram at the time was Nick Cinemas, and mine is I Film Aaron. Yeah. So we just combined them. That's how that happened. Okay. We yeah, got that's, it. That's how that happened. <laughs> we got it. Very good. What is that? I felt like being white today, so I got a venti salted caramel cold foam. Uh, cold brew. Okay. <laughs> feel like being a white. Feel like being a bad bitch today. That's just. That's really it. That's all it is. One hundred percent. That's yeah. Bad bitch. Ass fat. I'm sore. I just wanted to tell you that. From what? I ain't hooped in three months. I didn't oh. even play hard Sunday, and I'm sore yesterday. Hooping from Sunday? Yeah, bro, I was sore yesterday. Oh, jeez, Jared. I hooped yesterday. I feel better today. And Sunday. I feel great today. I eh. I almost hit you up and seen where you was hooping. I figured you hooped at the gym yesterday. Yeah. But I owe them money, so I don't uh, know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's probably not as easy to sneak in as it used to be, huh? Uh, 
Uh, it is, and I'm not going to say because of who works the front. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Now I know. But somebody works the front, and they don't really care who, go, right. who goes in. Okay. That makes sense. I'm not going to say that. Yeah, anymore. we don't really <laughs> say it But they know who they're talking They know <laughs> what I'm talking about. Uh, there's always random money in here. I uh, watched 13 black dudes just walk in the other day <laughs> because this said person wasn't at the front. And let me say this. I plan to pay and catch up. Yep. I just have had zero intention of doing it right now. I may just start a whole new membership. Yeah. Might as well. Probably what's going to happen. Um, Might as well. The Mavericks are going to get swept. Oh, yeah. No. That's the uh, series maybe. Is, this series is over. They might win. They might pull out game four just to just because they're due for a good shooting game. They might pull out a game four. But they're definitely losing when they go back to Golden State. As long as they don't get swept. They're going to get swept. And it's fine. It's really okay. It's not. L- let me say why it's okay. They're not supposed They weren't supposed to be there. Oh, yeah. They're not supposed to be here. <laughs> I agree. And Luca said it. He's like, man, I'm 23. I'm still learning. Like That's very true. He is. Luca might run the. Fi- is going to run the NBA soon because he has lost and lost early as a. That's very true. It's not like Steph. Steph came in the league and we didn't see him ascend for six years. Yeah. Luka's been to the playoffs every year that he's been in the league. Yeah. Against teams that they're not supposed to beat. And they almost beat them every year. This is the only one where they look just. Yeah, it's the only one where they just don't look like they belong. And I love his response to getting dunked on. He laughed. He laughed and then he was like, yo, I wish I had those bunnies. Yep. Most people can't take that with that much grace. I like, think I think I think they'll pull out a game four. Barely, Luca definitely will have forty-seven. Now, Luca, he's Lu- averaging forty. Luca's not the problem. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Everyone else is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jalen Brunson has the one person in the NBA that he can pick on in the paint. Yeah, and they're not even letting that guy guard him. Yep, they're putting somebody that's five inches taller than him, saying. You're not going to score. When yep. Draymond guards Jalen Brunson, he's a no-show. Yeah. Spencer Dinwiddie, I know you love him. I like Spencer Dinwiddie. He ain't been nowhere. Nowhere. Lost. Nowhere. He just not Brooklyn Spencer no more. That trade really messed his mind up. You got Kevon Looney looking like an all-star. Kevon Looney looks, yeah. <laughs> I, I If you were banking on, I definitely <laughs> said if you banked on Kevon Looney to look like a all-star center against the Mavericks, I'd be like, well, I'll take that bet. That's not going to happen multiple <laughs> games in a row. I was wrong. Angie Wiggins is looking like what everyone thought he was supposed to be when he came into the league. Uh, I guess. He's getting 40 averaged on his head by Luka. That's okay. No, We don't expect him to stop Luka. He just makes it hard. Does he? He's no, averaging he, 40 on 50% that's shooting. Cause, that's because they're picking on Steph. He's averaging 40. I don't think you can stop Luka. No one can. Yeah, you, I agree. But you do make him. I'm sorry. It's not making it difficult for him if he's averaging 40 on 50%. <laughs> that means he's making half of everything he throws in the air. <laughs> and he shoots every shot for the Mavericks. No, he does. He's About shooting like 25 shots a game. Maybe more. I think he's averaging like 20 to 25. While you got Reggie Bullock and Maxi Kleba shooting 0 for 15. Hey, my man Maxi had a dunk. Chill out, bro. No, that was Bertans that had to dunk off the base. He can't jump. He's just tall. He's just tall. <laughs> like, oh, man. That other series has been a blowout every game. 
Oh, the Celtics. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's back and forth. That's a game set. That's seven That's games. seven games. It doesn't matter. And it's whoever's healthiest. It doesn't matter. Though either Both teams are going to lose to the Warriors. Oh, yeah. Steph and them will be champions again. So Steph will finally get his eluded finals MVP. Maybe. No, nah, he's – no. Maybe. You take him off the team, they're not in the playoffs this year. I agree. He's not going to win finals MVP. It's going to be someone really random. Is it, is it spiteful that they don't give it to him? No. Just, because someone always plays better than him. I don't think he was truly like just – he's quietly giving you 30 a night. Yeah, but he had KD on his team. And then he had Andre Iguodala who that was massive. He didn't need – he didn't. He should have won it that year. But it, Yeah, that's I agree with that. But he's not winning it this year. It's going to be someone really strange. Kevon Looney. Uh, <laughs> Kevon Looney for MVP. Probably like, probably like Jordan Poole or something like that. He's playing terrible right now. It doesn't matter. It's this series. As, as long as he plays well in those finals. And, yeah. Steph. If you see this, Clay Thompson, you got. I, I think I actually think I would prefer Clay Thompson to win it over Steph. Really, I would. Yeah. I love Clay Thompson. I think I'd actually prefer Clay Thompson to win it over Steph. To be honest, I love Clay Thompson, so I can't. Wouldn't even be mad. I'd be like, Clay and his puppy, or like Andrew, or like Andrew Wiggins or somebody. No, <laughs> Andre Iguodala comes off the bench, <laughs> does it again. <laughs> That'd be awful. That'd be really funny. That's what I seen today. I've reading. If Steph does. When, when they win the finals, because they're going to win the finals. Yeah, he'll have four rings. And if he wins finals MVP, does that put him in the top ten of all time? I have him in the top ten of all time already. I do too, but a lot of people don't. I yeah, a lot of people have him eleven he's to twenty. Most influential basketball player ever, ever. He's completely changed basketball. He's the most influential. F that dude on the wall. F this dude behind. No one can be that we're, ever. We're not going to talk about this guy on this wall. Yeah, it's Kobe. It's Kobe. No one can be him either. Yeah. No one can be him. No one can be him. Yeah, those, no one can be him. Those are freaks of nature. They, they're they a dime a dozen. Steph was not supposed to be a league guy. Yeah. He's 6'3". No, <laughs> no one's growing to 6'8", 230, 240, 250, running on the court in four seconds, and jumping 47 inches in the air off one leg. That'll never happen again. Because the was, guy that everyone thought was going to be that guy can't stay healthy. Exactly. Because he's 300 pounds. <laughs> So that's why he needs to be playing football. Zion, no, he needs to be playing the damn nothing. That's what he needs to do. He needs to just go home, <laughs> leave New Orleans, do something. Actually, go to like Portland where they make you eat like wheatgrass. Because New Orleans, you're in you have you're Cajun food. Yeah, that's a fire. Yeah, it is. <laughs> but yeah, Steph. Yeah, Steph's the most influential basketball player ever. Yes, he's in the top ten. Yeah, he's the greatest shooter of all time and will be the greatest shooter of all yeah, time. No one will ever be close. Yeah, I don't think we'll ever see that again. If anyone comes at me with some stupid Trey Young thing. That dude is a volume score. You like Trey Young. You suck. I don't dislike Trey Young. I do. Actually, no, I don't. I like Trey Young. He's not Steph. And yeah. I'm not a big fan of Steph either. Like, I'm not like a Steph fan. I like watching Steph play. Yeah, yeah, me too. But like, he's not my like favorite player or anything like that. But Trey Young is just Trey Young. He's not. He he'll never be Steph. Nah. He has baby hair. <laughs> <laughs> he'll never be Steph. He'll never be Clay. No. We may not see that again either. Honestly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So yeah, Steph's top ten. Yeah, easy. 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 No hesitation. Is Clay a Hall of Famer? Yes. 
Easy. Dr- I'm not even going to ask about Draymond. Draymond's a Hall of Famer, so don't argue. Yeah. Argue with your mama. Yes, Clay's a Hall of Famer. He has three rings. He's part of the greatest shooting backcourt ever. And he's the closest thing to that partner. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Ever. <laughs> so, yeah, 100%. If he's on any other team, he'd be number two in three-point shots made. The only reason he's not is because he's on the team with Steph, and he gets majority of the shots. That's the only reason. But when he's cooking, they give him the ball. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Clay Thompson. He's going 37 and a quarter. And shot nine for nine from three <laughs> in 12 minutes. 11 dribbles. My yeah. man killing people. With- good. He scored 60 in three qu- in like 27 minutes on three like on 10, 11 dribbles. Yeah. It was 11. So counted them. Watched the video and counted it. It's ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. Almost every single person that was on those championship teams is a Hall of Famer. Iggy? Yeah, I'm putting Iggy in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. He had three-time NBA champion. He had three-time champion. He's a finals MVP. He's a defensive player of the year. He's a two-time slam dunk champion. Yeah, he's a, yeah, he's a Hall of Famer. <laughs> hey, listen. I don't disagree with you. Young Iggy, you're not, you're not scoring on him. You probably couldn't score on him now. He, I know he's unhealthy. Like, he's not healthy right now. but like, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he beat up right there. But still... Iggy from last year, he lock up. So what? If you need a big shot, he'll make it. Ugly jump shot and all. It doesn't matter. He Money. clutch. <laughs> yeah, Iggy's a Hall of Famer. Iggy's a Hall of Famer, Draymond, Clay, Steph, KD. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. All Hall of Famers. Almost everybody on that, one of the, like, at least seven, seven out of the seven people, they're Hall of Famers. You got a Hall of Fame coach. Oh, yeah. But so, he's he's been good everywhere he's been. He's with a great player, mm-hmm. good coach, great coach. He's a is he a great coach? Or I he think get, he get lucky. No, I think he's a great coach. It's like Phil Jackson, is he a great coach, or he get lucky? No, Phil Jackson's a great coach. Is he? Yeah, bro. He got lucky at the same time, but he made an offensive system no one used. Like Greg Popovich is a good coach. He makes teams that Tony Parker wasn't supposed to be great. Manu Ginobili wasn't supposed to be Tim great. Tim Duncan was supposed to be great. That's one person. <laughs> All right. Kawhi Leonard was not supposed to be great. Now look at you, Kawhi. You can't even stay healthy. You, like le- Greg, you, left, you left the Greg the Popovich. DeMar DeRozan was just average before he went to the Spurs, and now he's now in Chicago. He looked like an all-star with the Spurs. So Greg Popovich is a, good, is a great coach. Is Phil Jackson that great of a coach? He got Michael Jordan and Kobe Bryant. And Shaq. And Shaq. Scotty. Dennis Rodman. Steve Kerr. <laughs> okay, okay. Kyle Gasol. Derek Fisher. One of the greatest defensive players in Ron Artest ever. Gary Payton. Like, he got... <laughs> okay, he got gift wrapped. He got cocaine. He got cocaine Lamar Odom. Like... Steve Kerr. He was an assistant coach at the Spurs. He uh, learned from the GOAT. He learned from Greg. And this happened to get through. They fired Mark Jackson. And they threw him in. Threw him in to Steph, Clay, Draymond, Iggy. All of them as they were in their prime. Iggy at the might, same time. Iggy was losing his. But yeah, exactly. The, the other three were right in it. So. I, you can make a case that he's not a great coach. But I'll say this. I'm not lo- that great of a coach. I saw him give a clipboard to Andre Iguodala and sit down and drink coffee and let Iggy run plays. He don't <laughs> coach them. 
They're play they play pickup basketball with plays. They do what me and Thomas do. Thomas will go play one. There's nothing. It's check up the ball. He passes it to me. If I feel someone on my hip, I turn corner and I go. If I don't feel them on my hip and I think they're gonna stay with me, I give it back to Thomas. He shoots a three. They play pickup basketball. That's all that that's all it is. All right, he's a Hall of Famer. He was a Hall of Famer without being a coach. Yeah, but. I agree. They play advanced pickup. <laughs> he don't coach them. He doesn't coach them. He, his job is to hide Steph because he can't play defense that great. Is it because he can't play defense that great or because he's just super small? Both. No. He, play, he can't play defense that great. He reads passing lanes really well. Really well. Okay, so he's not a great on-ball defender. Yeah, you're not a great on-ball defender. Yeah, right? I am hiding you too. So... That's it. He don't do nothing else. <laughs> Steve Kerr is there for two things. He's there to have fun and get mad at referees because he cusses them out a lot. Him and Draymond. That's why he don't get on the Draymond for it. Exactly. Because they're <laughs> the same person. <laughs> so, yeah. Steve Kerr. I like Steve Kerr a lot, though. I, don't get me wrong. I feel like I'm talking bad about it. I'm not. No, we. I love Steve Kerr <laughs> yeah. as a coach. Because especially when he is mad. Yeah, I love Steve Kerr as a coach. It's just, you got lucky. Sorry, if you throw him with Sacramento, I promise you they don't make the playoffs. No, I seen something crazy the other day, and I want to ask you an opinion about this. Are you taking John Morant or De'Aaron De- Fox? John Who, Morant. Who's going to be better in the long run? John Morant. Oh, me too. Somebody maybe. No, nah, I'm not even saying maybe no more. Maybe. He 185 pounds and six two, and he flies a lot. That's a knee injury waiting to happen. A la Derrick Rose. So. <laughs> Maybe. De'Aaron Fox can shoot. I think De'Aaron Fox... I, I mean, I'm taking John Morant, but I feel like you have a little bit more of a... There's like a little bit more of a hesitation that he will get injured one day, like a serious one like Derrick Rose. Okay. Because he doesn't do... He can't shoot that well, and he's constantly making contact at the basket 40 inches in the air. So... And he's little. He got to put some weight on. Exactly. He got to get to like the two or five. I don't even know if he got to do that. He just needs to develop a shot, a like become a consistent shooter, like where it's dangerous for you he, to like. And, it, and and people are gonna think we're talking the three ball. If he can shoot the mid range well, because the mid range is dead according to the NBA and analytics. But if he can shoot the the mid range well, it opens. He's almost impossible to guard at that point. Yeah, because if he if he can shoot if he can shoot. It just opens up the floor at that point because right now people don't guard him anywhere from the three-point line to, you know, five feet back because they know he's not that great of a shooter. They're daring him to take that shot. Yeah. If he he develops a shot, now that lane opens up, of course he's going to blow by him. He's super athletic. Now now he can do all the dunks he wants because he's not getting contacted at the rim. Yeah, he's going to get a bunch of open dunks. Exactly. We're going to see windmill dunks in the game. Same with Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons would be the best player in the NBA if he had a shot. I, I actually agree with that because he's a great defender. Great defender. He's 6'10". He's a point guard. Great ball vision. Great ball handling. Can guard literally one through five. five. I understand people say Draymond can guard one through five. He can, but like not as easy as Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is young. He's long. He's super athletic. He's tall. Super smart. He can guard he, any again, position. Again, it doesn't have to be a three. Everyone thinks we're gonna that it's a three ball. No, just be able to shoot the mid range. I'd prefer if you could shoot the three. Yeah, I would. Yeah, You're no. a point guard. Your point. Guard. Shoot, <laughs> the, shoot three. the three. <laughs> but yeah, you no, have to be dangerous coming across. Ben half Simmons court. had a shot like just the equivalent of uh, who's a 
eh, shooter, Eric Gordon. <laughs> PJ like Tucker. Aaron, yeah, if he could shoot decent. You have to respect those guys shooting the ball. Yeah, exactly. He'd be so dangerous. And if he didn't have a weak-ass mind. <laughs> Dude, I know some therapist Ben Simmons, that can get you right. I feel like if I talked to Ben Simmons, I'd hurt his feelings. I know. I, and I wouldn't even say anything to him. I feel like he'd just feel it and be like, ugh, I can't play tomorrow night. <laughs> mental health. <laughs> We're not put, joking in mental health. I got to – I am. I got to put on a $1.2 million Cuban link chain and sit courtside because my mind's not right. We are making fun of you, Ben Simmons. He, yeah, he makes a lot of money. To not play. doing nothing. To not play. It's like Kyrie Irving. He, I don't like Kyrie. At least he plays. Does he? When he plays, he's 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 engaged. Awesome. Ben Simmons just don't when play. When I play basketball, I'm engaged. Ben Simmons just don't play. <laughs> so, Kyrie Irving, I actually dislike Kyrie Irving more than I dislike Ben Simmons. I'm gonna and say Ben Simmons is, has a pride. Ben Simmons literally has a touch to court in two years. I'm gonna say this. You're probably gonna want to fight me later or talk bad to me at the same time. Kyrie is the basketball version of Kanye. Yeah. Okay. I agree. I 100. They agree. say some off the wall things, which you're like, I don't know if I hate you for saying that. I don't care about what he says. I really don't care about. I what just he want says. you to play. Yeah, play. Kanye can do that. He's a musician. And he's no one can tell him when to release music. When you're a basketball, you have a schedule, my guy. Like, <laughs> Sunday morning, 6 a.m., we have a flight to Boston. We have a game Monday night. Be here at 6 a.m. on the tarmac. I With your Gucci the, bag. The riots in Washington, D.C., 177 miles away from my home, freaked me out. You live in a gated community. They're not doing anything. You live next to the same people that, you know, they don't care. Play basketball. Your job is to play basketball. Yeah, you can be a social activist in the in the off season. Off do season. whatever you want. When you get play basketball. So get yeah. on Twitter, have burner accounts. I agree, though. I agree. He says some crazy things. No, he says some off. I actually think the things Kyrie says are crazier than what Kanye says. Oh, no, 100%. He said the earth is flat. Is that the craziest thing you said, though? Yes, because it's that's point. You can't not. You can't say that. You know, it's there's no proof. You have nothing. <laughs> there's no argument. There's nothing you, you can say. You literally travel enough to realize that the earth isn't flat. Like Kanye <laughs> said, Kanye said that. Uh, what did he say about the slaves? He was like, uh, black people chose to be slaves. That's cool. Say that. I mean. To crazy outlandish thing to say, but when you really think about it, like you can understand what he means. Kyrie said the earth is flat. Like this table. Just think the earth is flat. <laughs> A planet is flat. What shape is the moon? Is it flat? We all just big ass discs? <laughs> What's the sun? It's a hot ass plate. Like why? Yeah. No. And when he said it, I was like, "Yeah, Kyrie, that's a terrible take." And I, pe- I understand. And, and people looked into it. There's really people that believe the Earth is flat. And I'm like, "Yeah, there's flat Earthers. Yeah, he's part of that group." They like, just disappoint me. How do you not know? They Columbus figured this out a million years ago, guys. 
Guys, what are you saying? That we're on a flat surface with rocks like a spear holding it up and we're floating around? Like, that's not how that works. I'm confused on how people think that. Like, what happens if you travel just across the... If, if you just go around the equator? What happens? Flat earthers, what do you think happens? <laughs> what is the... Because tech, if you're on a flat surface and you're trying to get to point A to point B... At some point you and fall And back off. to point A... You gotta turn. What happens when you get here, flat earthers? You fall off? No, obviously, because you didn't die. So what happened? You didn't fall into nothingness. You like, didn't hit like a glass wall that's holding like a spear or anything. Exactly. Like that. We're not in a globe, guys. So, yeah, Kyrie's a flat earther. So everything he's ever said, Uncle Drew, stupid. I don't care about what Kyrie does. I'm glad Nike's dropping him. Makes me happy. Oh, that's official. I didn't see Yeah. It. Oh. Yeah, they're not re-signing him. His signature line with Nike is done. Well. That's <laughs> fine. Because I didn't like all his... He had one good shoe. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of Kyrie's anyway. The, the one was probably my favorite one. It was only because it was comfortable. I haven't worn anything other than a Kobe in I have the fives. Years. I have a, the fives in my trunk. And I've played in them three times. Yeah, I'm not a four. Kyrie fan, so... I'm afraid if I put them on, I'll think the earth is flat. Nah. <laughs> nah they don't affect your mind that bad. I wonder what some crazy things. I got an email from who? Scott. Huge vlog giveaway. Today is the last day of the recovery set. I don't care. I, what? Crazy things Kyrie has said. That should be funny. Oh, my. The earth is flat, number one. Oh, yeah. There's not, there is not one real picture of Earth. Uh, steak doesn't come from anything natural. So we we saying cows ain't natural now. We saying cows don't exist. I don't think I don't think Christmas is a real holiday. There's a lot of people that believe that. So whatever. You can you can have that one. I'll give you that one, Kyrie. I don't. But you lost me at cows. Yeah, he said cows. <laughs> That's a funny one. I don't know what your faith or whatever you believe in, but if you're a Bible person, animals been here. The 10 craziest things Kanye West has ever said. I know these are crazy, and I like them. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh, this, he said this quote on keeping calm. Okay. My girl set me up with a meeting with... Depak Chopra I said babe You know what calms me down the most Success You can't meditate me out Of my ideas You can't sedate me That's that's a fire lot Yeah Do you know Kanye's favorite rapper is Someone asked him Who was his favorite rapper of all time Kanye Yeah he said myself <laughs> but Yeah of course um, At the end of the day I'm going down as a legend Whether you like it or not That's facts <laughs> That's new That's so true uh, Yeah I these aren't crazy. These all make sense. One of my biggest Achilles heels has always been my ego. And if I, Kanye West, can't remove my ego, then oh well. <laughs> hey, you know what? On what Kanye West really means. I think what Kanye West is going to... It's funny that he talks in, th- in third person. I think that's so funny. I think what Kanye West is going... He said this. Kanye said this. I know. I think what Kanye West is going to mean is uh, 
is going to mean is something similar to what Steve Jobs means. I am undoubtedly, you know, Steve Jobs of downtown music, fashion, and culture. Yeah. Even though I hate his clothing line. I love it. I don't hate it, actually. I don't hate it. I enjoy easy clothes. They just look so comfortable. They do look super comfortable. They're super expensive. But... It's just... I'm like... Kanye was sitting at home. He's like, man, I'm going to take this shirt. I'm going to elongate it. Mm -hmm. Put it on a thicker piece of cotton. Mm -hmm. And not put shit on it. Yeah. And put a YZY on the tag. Yeah. Put a YZY on the tag and charge you 700 bucks for it. That's cool. That's fine. He makes money. I don't care about it. Because there's probably crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, listen, Kanye. I love you. Favorite. One of my favorite artists of all time. I ain't never buying none of your clothes. Uh, Kim Kardashian had a uh, mental breakdown the other day uh, from picking clothes. How? Because Kanye has been picking her clothes for the past like seven years. He's the he's been he's designs her clothes. He puts together her outfits. Oh, so he's not doing that anymore, huh? No. I'd have a mental breakdown too. If I didn't have to think about what to put on if someone else designed everything. You can tell whatever you want about Kanye. That man, he's really good at a lot of things. <laughs> he started the whole that nerd backpack clothing movement. That's him. Oh, yeah. That's him. Like, that's crazy. Polos, that's him. Yeah, because niggas wasn't wearing niggas, Exactly. Niggas wasn't wearing polos. That's him. Polos and, <laughs> polos and backpacks, that's him. The glasses... I hated those things, That's but him. I loved them at the same time. At that time in my life, I look back I'm like, "What the crap? What the heck was I wearing that?" That's Kanye. him. Yeah, the whole leather, the leather like skinny jeans phase that people went in. I ain't never elongated tees. That's him. Kanye is fashion. He really does rule. He rules a lot of things. Music. There's, everyone wants a soul sample. Everyone wants a sample. That's him. <laughs> That's him. Yeah, I ain't a rapper or nothing, but if Kanye offered me a sample, I'd find some way to write some bars. Oh, yeah, I'd have to. Yeah, if it's a Kanye track, yeah. And I'm, i got to make sure it's fire, because you can't get a Kanye track. And Kanye made the beat for Industry Baby by Lil Nas X and Jack Harlow. Did you know that? I was Very cu- interesting. I was curious to it. That's why I looked it up one day. I wonder how many songs that I don't know of <laughs> that Kanye's probably got his hands in all types of things. Him and Pharrell, honestly, those two dudes just literally throw their hands in everything. Oh yeah, here let's hear. Uh, okay, he did "Party" by Beyonce and J Cole and Andre 3000. Yes, he did "I Want You" by Janet Jackson. What? No, I didn't know that. He did Find Your Love by Drake. I knew that. Um, he did uh, Let's Get Lifted by John Legend. Okay. He orchestrated the piano on that. That's not John Legend. That's Kanye. Which is crazy because John Legend is a great pianist. <laughs> um, uh, he did I Changed My Mind by Keisha Cole. What? Uh, he did Don't Mess With Me by Lil' Kim. That's a lot. He did Let the Beat Build by Lil Wayne. Okay, I knew that. I looked that up. Uh, he did Swagger Like Us by Jay-Z, but it's Jay-Z, so of course. Uh, he did Stand Up by Ludacris. Stand Up. 
Uh, and it's crazy because a lot of those don't have soul samples on them, which is they're just pure Kanye beats. Yeah, that's yeah, that's very true. That's very very true. Huh? Interesting. Yeah, he makes a lot. That's a lot of that's a lot of just random songs. Huh? Now, now I have to know just because just because you said it for real, I gotta know. What Benny. songs have Pharrell? Pr- Ooh, whoa, 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 whoa! I, okay, this isn't the same thing, but it gives me a list. Um, whoa, the song "Girlfriend" by NSYNC. For yeah, that's Pharrell. Yeah. Uh, right here by SWV. I forget that Pharrell's been making music for like forty years because the man's like fifty. I forget about that. He's been around for a long time. I for completely forget that he's that old. Um, a lot of these make sense. He did Good Kid off Good Kid, Mad City. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what else did he do? You Don't Have to Call by Usher. You don't have that to call. That makes sense. Because Pharrell's like signature is that four, it's the repeated four beat at the at the beginning. He'd always put, it's a like a four stacked note. Oh, he did Sweet Life by Frank Ocean. Yeah, that makes sense. I had to think about that. He did... Uh, yeah, he does a lot of... I know he does a lot, bunch of Tyler, the Creator stuff. He did Senorita by Justin Timberlake. Okay, okay. <laughs> uh, he did Rubber Band Man by T.I. Rubber Band Man. That's a... I didn't expect that one. That's cool, though. Um... A lot of the he did hot in here by Nelly. It's getting hot in here. He did Southern Hospitality by Ludacris. Uh, he did Holler Back Girl by Gwen Stefani. I did know that. I knew that one. Um, he did Drop It Like It's Hot. Snoop Dogg. Anything that he's on, he made the beat on. <laughs> it, yeah, anything that he made that he's on. A lot of these are Justin Timberlake songs. Yeah, they used to be super A lot of these are Justin Timberlake songs. Huh. Yeah, most of the Pharrell ones I knew. Because Pharrell is on a lot of songs. Yeah, and yeah. any song that he's on, he made the beat to it. Same as Kanye. But Kanye just makes more music. Yeah, yeah Pharrell is. But also, Kanye's more of a producer than Pharrell is. Pharrell's more of, he just, he's always been a rapper slash singer. Yeah. Kanye has always been a producer first. Yeah, he's a producer first. Uh, and then a rapper second. I was just fronting, baby. Packing sucks. Let me just get that out of the way. Packing, dog, and packing. Oh food. yeah, because you're going to a you're going on a cruise. That's right. Yeah. Forgot about that. Packing is rough because I actually like normally when I pack for vacation, it's like shorts, like two nice little like like two polo shirts maybe because we might go eat at like a nicer restaurant or something. Um, you know, a pair of khakis or something. Yeah, that's cool. You know, some shoes if we go. You know, if we're gonna go hike. Where is this cruise to? Uh, it's out of Port Carnival. We're going to St. Thomas. I don't know where that's at. British Virgin Islands. Okay. Uh, the U.S. Virgin Islands. So we'll go to those two places, and then the Bahamas. How long is this cruise? Seven days. 
God. Nah, son. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, thank you. So. That's seven days of just, oh, man. Seven, that's seven days of nothing. Just water. You don't even think about it. There's so much to. I didn't notice because I haven't looked at like the boat. I'm sorry. I'll notice if I get on a crew deck <laughs> and I see nothing but water. That's what I'm saying. You don't notice. You're going to be busy most of the time. No, I'm going to see it. <laughs> you can go stand over the top like, damn. Well, I don't. I, me personally, I wouldn't want to, but my curiosity, I would have to. Yeah. Um, Sorry, when you get on a boat, I'm going to notice that on so the other So we're not on the boat the whole like, So we got the first two days. So Sat- I understand you're not on the boat the whole time. Yeah, Saturday, Sunday, we're on the boat. Uh, then I think we hit. Saturday and Sunday, you're on a boat. You know, the boat's not leaving until like 7, 7.30. They sail overnight? I think so. God, fuck that. I'm be asleep. No. <laughs> Take some night quill. You know how dark the ocean gets at nighttime? Yeah. <laughs> there's no, there's nothing. I'm, there's no light pollution. It's black. I'm be asleep. I've seen videos. It's black. I'm be asleep. Oh, ugh, dude, that's no. <laughs> it's black. So yeah, bro, I'm packing for it, and like I have to pack. Like we have dinners, and there, there's like a semi dress code. Like you gotta wear like nicer stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, damn, like I got all these like button downs, but I don't ever wear them. Yep. It's rare. So like I have to make sure I have enough of those. Enough shorts. Garrett's awake. Enough underwear. <laughs> I heard his alarm. I'm only bringing three pairs of socks, which is rare for me. Yeah. Because I'm wearing sandals. Yeah. Until we get back. Well, at Disney World, I'm wearing tennis shoes. I've been warned against the wearing my chocos or something at Disney World. Fine. I'm wearing. So. But other than that, sandals the whole time. He slumped. Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then I. So yeah, I'm trying to pack. Yeah, is kicking my butt right now. That's what I was doing before I came over here. Uh okay. I'll probably get home and I'll get told that I don't have enough of stuff. I don't think I ever. I don't think I've ever not packed enough or packed too much you in can, my life. You can never. I've always known this. You can never overpack. That's not true. Yeah, you can. <laughs> That's not true. Yeah, you can. If you buy things, yeah, you can. Yeah, no, if you buy things, you yeah. Um, okay, then yeah, I buy things a lot. Yeah. So overpacking is something that could really, really happen to me. Yeah, all the time. I'm Listen, I've had to pay the overweight fee. Oh. I had to buy an extra suitcase j- whenever I went to Los Angeles just because I knew there's shoe stores there. Um, so that's the whole reason. I went to Dillard's and bought a $300 suitcase just to put on a plane empty <laughs> for it to come back full. Yeah, no, that's facts. Like, um, I let I think no, I left a pair of Birkenstocks there because I didn't have enough room on the way back. So I left them in the hotel room just to put another pair of shoes in there. <laughs> uh, packing for myself is easy, pretty much. But now I'm having the thing this about this man is really asleep. He slumped. The door's open too. Garrett. Uh, <laughs> that man really out. Um, but also haven't taken into consideration like of the kid. Oh yeah, you have a child to bring. Yeah, yeah. So even though his mom's probably gonna pack all that stuff, but I act like I help. See, kids don't care about how they travel. Nah, because they don't know. Nah, it's the parents that get the stress of that. Like, yeah, oh, snap. they don't know anything. Especially at his age, because he's still like we're in the potty training phase. So we're not we're not even doing no potty training on the like. Dude, just gonna have to wear diapers for a week. That's where I teach them the most. 
No. Pay off the pay off the debt. Uh, just don't fall off just <laughs> because you definitely not making it uh so we gotta take in like we gotta pack diapers swim diapers all that good jazz yeah no and yeah kids don't know anything yeah they just there like kids like if they get on a plane all they know is that it goes in the air they don't know that they're forty thousand feet above <laughs> the earth they don't know that when they're on a boat they don't know that they're seven thousand miles off the coast from the nearest person yeah my child will be a well-traveled child. Like, they don't know that. You don't know that really until, like, you get... when you, Actually, kids really learn that when they go to school. Like, when they go to school and they're start, they're, they hang out with other kids their age. Because at that point, everyone's, like, they grow up differently. Yeah. So, at that point, they're It's around, a culture shock. Yeah, exactly. Co- uh, elementary school is a culture shock. Where did I go to... I went to Crutchfield. I went to Fairview. Who was in my Who was in my kindergarten class? I don't remember any of them. I know some of them. Zach Loxton. Really? <laughs> me and Zach had me and Zach were in every class together all the way until seventh grade. Uh, I remember people I went to school with, but I don't remember who was in my classes. I remember a lot of that. I uh, me and Chris Gittens had the same fourth grade class. Uh, Miss Lee. Uh, me and Zach and everybody had the same, same as Chris, uh, Miss Gist in third grade, Miss Clendenin, uh, Miss Utz, uh, Miss Schick. I remember all of it. Really? Yeah. The only I remember all my elementary school teachers because you only in one class all day. Yeah. In fifth grade. So okay. That's so, when you started going to the other different. All right. Classes. So crazy. So I went to Fairview. So fourth grade. <laughs> We actually, we had the same teacher pretty much all day, but we switched to a different teacher during the day for different classes. See, no, we didn't do that. We had the same teacher all day So from 8 a.m. to 3 o'clock. Yeah, so I had a different, like, half my subjects with one teacher, half my subjects with another teacher. Yeah, no, we didn't didn't have that. Um, Only thing I remember about that elementary, I went to school like Blake and Tyler were, Tyler's a year older than us, but Blake and Tyler Liz. Um, After that, Kaylin Klug, because her mom was a teacher. And she was my kindergarten teacher. Chris Gittens. Uh, but that's it. Zach Loxton. Uh, Carl. He switched, though. He went, like, half and half. Because I don't even know Wakefield for a bit. Um, I, yeah, like, I, didn't, I don't start remembering people that I was, like, in class because we all came to school together in fifth grade. Like, when we got to fifth grade. Yeah. Then to- I started, like, but even then, like, I don't remember any of my teachers other than Miss Ford because she punished me. A I don't remember. I know. I remember one teacher from. In Dillingham. In another one. Because uh, he's in prison now. Yeah. That guy. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Uh, um, starts with an M. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had him as my math teacher. Can I say that? Can you say that? What? Yeah. He did it. It's not It's not undisclosed information. Nah. He's in jail. Yeah. You can look it up. Mr. Mahaffey. Yeah. Um, we can say that. Yeah. I Listen. He said some cringeworthy things. I remember some cringeworthy things he said Who's in class. For? Huh? Who's he in jail for? I'm assuming I think I know. I don't remember, but oh, I, yeah, I do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Because he used to make the comments when we were in school. Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he made some cringeworthy. Mm-hmm. He's a sexual predator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the reason I know that is because there was one particular girl in that class with me that he said stuff about all the time. Mm. What's your name start with? A J. Uh huh. Yeah. I'm, a... <laughs> <laughs> I'm aware. <laughs> Every day, I was I'm aware. Ah, like, oh, dude. The who else is in tr- who else did we have the the computer teacher from our se- in seventh grade 
the guy that taught us how to type, he's in jail now too for, for the, the same, same thing? thing. Yeah, I don't. I yeah. don't remember him. I know. I don't. I don't know his name, but we had. I don't even know. Forgot what that class was even called, but it was. I remember the where it was located. It was down. It was like in one of the older hallways by the band hall in Piner on the bottom floor. Yeah, on the bottom floor. <laughs> yeah. We'd go in there and you'd have to like learn how to type and stuff like that. And then in eighth grade, whenever uh, we we had him in eighth grade, his class was upstairs. Yeah, I I do remember that much. I don't remember his name. Um, I don't remember his name at all. Eighth grade, seventh eighth grade were some. I got in trouble a lot in that time. Me and Papa got in trouble for supposedly cheating on a test. I got in trouble for there was a I forgot my math teacher's name, but I do remember I was sitting right next to Michael. He was on my right, and Tyrell was on my left. <laughs> And JT was behind me. Ooh, that was. And I had a pencil like this in my hand, and I was doing this, and it had one of those erasers on the end of it, like yeah. the little triangle ones. And I was going like this, and it flew off, and it brightened like right in her forehead. And she thought I did it on purpose because everyone laughed. <laughs> and I didn't do it on purpose, but I got in trouble for that. Like whatever they had where you went to school outside, whatever they called that ISS, I had that for like a week because yeah. I did that. Take two, um, something like that. It was weird. Whatever. And I had Saturday school. I had I had Saturday. Saturday school for that. Yeah. So, I so when me and Papa got in trouble, we both lied about it because we in class we didn't cheat, but we didn't take like yeah. But he thought we cheated, so he gave us like twenties on our test. Mm. And it was right as report mm. cards were coming out, so we told our parents that we were going to tutoring. Mm. We didn't know that they were going to send the letter yeah with the detention home in the mail yeah. Man, so he made us just retake it. We told him like, "Oh, we weren't cheating," and we proved that we weren't cheating when we both made hundreds on the test. Yeah, but my mom was pissed. How often did you ever get in trouble? Like trouble, trouble in school? Yeah. Oh yeah. So I don't know if it was seventh or eighth grade. I can go back. I'll go back to doing him. I never got in trouble at doing. All right, so Randall. He, I don't know if you remember him. I only remember this because I wanted to kill him. I don't think I've ever met a person named Randall in my life. He was in the lunch line. I'm almost positive. I don't even... I've <laughs> never met a Randall. Uh, I thought that was like a cartoon name. Nah, bro. Here's his name. Um, He's like don't, a goth... Parents, don't name your kid <laughs> Randall. He's like a That's goth... Bad. He's like a goth kid. We're standing in the line at the cafeteria. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. And he was like... He kept saying a hard ER word. Nice. My favorite type of people. <laughs> so I looked at him, bro. I didn't even say it to him. I was saying it to the people around me, and I don't remember who was around me. But I was like, yo, like, that's when everybody went to the skating ring. I was like, yo, I'm going to kick his ass. I never skate- went to the skating ring. I'm going to kick his ass at the skating ring. I was a fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> hey, buddy, you went and told him, you know, they had the no bullying tolerance. We had the bully box in Dillingham. Buddy, bullying makes you stronger. Bully, bully, buddy went and told on me. And uh, I got called in the principal's office, and he asked me who I wanted to call to tell that I was getting sent home from school. Oh, <laughs> snap. <laughs> so I was like, yo, like I got to call my grandma because my mom's at work. That was the worst mistake I made. Mm. I was calling my grandma because she had to find, my grandma can't drive. It's never driven my entire so She had to find somebody to come get me. Mm. Who'd she find to come get you? My great grandma. Oh. No. Worse. Because that lady's at that time still on the paddle. With the holes oh, in it. Oh, yeah. With the holes in it. And hey, to your parents that think spankings and getting popped is abuse, I think I turned out all right. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I got sent home for that. 
I was in whatever they called it in Dillingham for three days. I got I never I I got in trouble on the last day of school in sixth grade for what? This kid named Slater. Don't name your kids that either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I had a bunch of Yu Gi Oh cards. Hey, <laughs> and I traded him like ten blue eyes white dragons for like a lighter that like lit up a blue flame. I just thought it was cool. Like that's it. I just thought it was cool. I was like, oh, that's pretty sick. Didn't I mean? I, what else? I don't need it. But I was yeah. like, it's a lighter I, that lights up a blue flame. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> and I traded it for. I he gave it to me, and. Uh, and I think I was in like I don't know I like slung my backpack down or something like that and it fell out and it fell out and the teacher saw it and someone was like whose is that whose bag is that and I was like it's my bag and she goes is that your lighter and I went no and that Slater kid goes no yeah it is I saw him put it in there and I went, damn <laughs> snitches get stitches yeah, like, and uh, it was the last day of school and they called my, my dad and he was like why do you have a lighter and I was like it lights up blue <laughs> And he's like, all right. <laughs> um, let's in see. Seventh grade? No, I didn't do anything in seventh grade. Uh, eighth grade, I did that thing with the, with the pencil, and in basketball, uh, that kid, red tall, redheaded kid, Chris. Yeah. Uh, me and him got into it. Really? Yeah. Did you not know this? No. Yeah, in eighth grade. Yeah, me and him got in a, like a full on fight. In eighth grade? Room. Yeah. Coach Rochelle had to split it up. No, bro. Okay, listen. I spent a lot of time in the gym after practice, so I was never really in the locker room. Yeah, I was in the locker room at like four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, it was after practice. <laughs> yeah, because uh, he had a, his arm was broken at the time. Oh, yeah, no, I do remember that. His arm was broken at the time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, but I, we didn't get in trouble for that either. Not nah, Coach Rochelle was cool. Yeah, like he, yeah, he took us into the office with Coach Silva and was like, "Hey, no more." Yeah, that's really it. Um, that's it. Trouble. I'm trying to think. Okay, seventh or eighth grade, I remember was somebody threw food on me in the cafeteria, and I like straight up tried to beat the crap out of them in the cafeteria, and I got in trouble for that. The thing with Papa, where we were supposedly cheating on our test. Yeah, no. I, ninth, um, ninth grade was calm. Tenth grade. Yeah, once I got to high school, it was calm. I, I take that back. I got in trouble freshman Friday, and no nope. our freshman year. Because uh, an upperclassman hit me in the face with a belt, and I punched him in his face like yeah. super hard. Uh, but I didn't get in super trouble for that. Like they just was like, "Yo, like don't do it again." I got in trouble in basketball tenth grade year with Tyrell and all of them for hanging out with them while they were rolling dice in the locker room. We rolled dice all the time. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure I was probably a part of that one. So uh, I got in trouble. 11th grade, 11th grade actually, because I was 15 and all of y'all were older than me. We could all drive. All y'all are old. Yeah, you're all older than me, so I got to take the bus still. And I was in art class. I do remember this. I was in art class with Miss Young. <laughs> and uh, it was because <laughs> it was like my third class, the fourth class of the day or something like that. And uh, no, no, it was one of my last classes of the day. And it was during off season, so we weren't in basketball. Um, it was the second semester? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this kid, it was my last class of the day. And this kid, Miss Young, I like Miss Young. But I also like, I like art. Like, I'm like, a, that's just me. Yeah. So, Miss Young would, like, ask me to, like, take, because uh, art was in band hall. Yeah. And she was like, hey, can you go clean off these brushes? And I was like, yeah, I'll do anything to get out of class. 100%. <laughs> 
<laughs> and I was walking, and this kid purpose. I remember that. I remember this like it happened like two minutes ago. This kid, he backed us. He like, and made me spill some of it. And I was like, "Yo, don't fucking do that again." <laughs> like, I was like, "I'm not fucking with you." <laughs> and he he just laughed. He's a fucking weirdo. And um, and Miss Young heard me. She goes, "Aaron, watch your language." And I said, "No, tell this fucking kid to stop that shit." <laughs> so I went on out, and I you know I washed out the brushes. <laughs> and I came back. And when I was walking by, he did it again. And this time a cup fell. And I looked at him and I smacked him in the back of the head. And I said, I'm not fucking with you, dude. Don't do that. <laughs> and I went and sat down. And at the end of class, uh, she would like sometimes if you had a car, which I lied and said I did, um, she would let you because it's the last class of the day. Yeah. So if you had a car, she would just let you leave early just to get ahead of like all the car traffic and stuff. Fact. Because it was terrible. And she would let us up like one table at a time. So my table, I was always at the like the front of the class, and that which I don't care. She didn't care. She's an art teacher. Yeah. So she was like, "All right, y'all can go. Wait a couple minutes, and the next table can go." And I got up. <laughs> this kid, this kid, he did it again. So I flicked him in his ear. And I said, "Nick, I will fuck you up. I promise you." <laughs> and we were walking out, and he got up, and he followed me outside, and he pushed me in my back. <laughs> I was like. Ah. I remember we were in band hall and he ran down the hall towards like the the exit of band hall. Yeah. And I was with like Tia and her sister Taylor and like Japriel and them. They all sat at my table. And I was like, ah, this fucking kid. And they were like, ah, it's cool, Aaron. And I was like, no, no, I'm going to talk to him. <laughs> so I went and followed him and he was on the, so the new part of band hall where that patio is out by the buses. He was standing there. Yeah. So I went and talked to him. I was like, yo, what's your fucking problem? And he was like, ah, you're a bully. And I was like, I'm 5'7". <laughs> I'm not bullying anyone. You 17, dude. <laughs> and uh, whatever. We started, he's like arguing with me. And he pushed me, so I pushed him back. And then he attempted to spit on me. But he didn't, <laughs> which was weird because nothing came out of his mouth. How you spit air? <laughs> exactly. But that made me angry. So I just like. I hit him as hard as I fucking could. Hit, I like I hit him hard as shit, and he fell. He fell and hit the side of his head on the concrete, and blood started to come out of his ear. And I was like, ah, shit. And by that time, the bus was already there, so I just went and hopped on a bus, went home. I left him there. Didn't care. Did not care. Then the next day, Miss Van Martyr called me into her office, like the principal, principal, the big principal, yeah. Not our grade principal. Yeah, the principal <laughs> principal, who ironically got arrested for stealing Victoria's Secret bras out of Midway Mall. Crazy. Yeah. But anyway, that's besides the point. <laughs> she, Bro, I must have been under a rock for a She called time. me into her office and she was like, hey, did anything happen yesterday? And I was like, no, nah, nothing crazy. And she goes, do you know the, yeah, I forgot his name, but I was like, oh yeah, I know him. And she goes, you know he's at the hospital right now, right? And I went, four? And she goes... Uh, we saw on the cameras that you hit him. You hit him in the side of the head, and he has a ruptured eardrum. And I was like, uh, "Oh well." She goes, "You can't do that." And I said, "He was uh, okay." <laughs> and she called my dad right then and there. Foolish. Uh, <laughs> that's the one, you, hey, listen. And my dad's not even one of the type of people that was like, if they do something to you first, hit them back. No, my dad just don't care. Hey, listen, parents, teachers, teachers. Nine times out of ten, dad is not who you call. You call mom. Well, mom don't care either. But most moms at that age, you're yeah. whatever. 
But she called my dad and she was like, hey, just to let you know your son's receiving 20 days of take two. And on, she's on the phone. And I went, fuck, that's a long <laughs> She goes, she goes, uh, she goes, uh, you can't say that. And I was like, oh, my bad. That's a long ass time, though. <laughs> and my dad, he's on the speakerphone and he goes, for what? And he goes, uh, he punched a kid yesterday and now he's at the hospital with a ruptured eardrum. And he goes, okay. She goes, nothing, you don't, you know, nothing happens, you know, nothing provoked him. And I went, uh, incorrect. He tried to spit on me. And my dad goes, <laughs> my dad goes, oh, can you see it on camera? And she goes, yeah, he pushed him first. He pushed it. Your son first. And he goes, oh, all right, then I'll talk to you later. Aaron. <laughs> all right. I was like, okay. The next day I had 20 days of take two, which is a long, that's a long time. Cause that's take the, two at Sherman. You got to stay at school an extra hour. You got to stay at school an extra hour. You can't, when you get to school, you have to go in. You can't even do anything normal. Nah, you can't you wear a white t-shirt tucked into pants, no belt. Nothing. You sit there all day in a room. They give you cold ass peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Was take two in the new hall? Yeah, yeah it's, oh, it was. No, it's over by the. Uh, it's by the gym. Oh, so okay. So that's not what they put me in. That yeah. When we got in trouble for leaving school early to go. That's how I said it. That was like in school suspension. Yeah, yeah. So we. So me, Alex Poe. I used to mess with those kids because yeah, the desks always faced the door. And they yeah. had a little glass in the window. <laughs> <laughs> Me, Alex Polk, Ben Mustafa, and somebody else. Ben Mustafa. We all had sea lunch. Sea lunch was goaded. All right. So he's like, bro, I'm tired of cafeteria food. We got practice next. Let's go to let's run a little Caesars. Yeah. Went to Little Caesars. We had done it. Ooh, before. yeah. We went to the Caesars. You know that little lady that used to sit in the guard shack. Well, Ben almost ran her over. Okay. So we we park. We come in the side door to. And we, we cool. We think we cool, right? As we like walking up the back stairs, cops walking that back gym. Mm. We all get caught. <laughs> That's me and Trey Bowen actually got in trouble because we skipped the first part of the day to go get a haircut, <laughs> and then we went and got food and we took it to school around lunchtime. And they were like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh, you can't. You can either put throw your food away and come inside, or you can finish your food and go home." And I was like, "I'm going home." <laughs> Uh, I, we didn't even like get in trouble. She put us in ISS for three it's days. Friday. I'm not coming. You, and ISS as suck an, my wee wee. And not, let me just say, this, ISS as an athlete was not terrible. No. At in take two, I, you know who the last two teachers are in take two. It's Mr. Whiteman, or yeah, Reed Whiteman, the dude that looked like Gandalf. Yeah, he's my and uh, uh, Coach Neal. They don't care. Yeah, we had a coach all day, and it was, hey, you need to, I need you to go do this for me. All right, I see. The people that was in there that weren't athletes hated it because it was terrible. You know how many times I watched The Hobbit because he just didn't care? Yeah. They don't care. Um, coach Neil, he's a coach. He got things to do at the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, y'all just don't don't cause any noise. All right. Yeah, we had a football coach. Some kid did give himself a tattoo while I was in there, though. That place was for delinquents. Like, it's one step away from... Uh, Juvenile detention. Yeah, like it's one step away from the the like the old Dillingham school where you went for like the really bad kids. Oh, okay, I don't know if they call it alternative. I don't know wherever that is over there by the gym. Yeah, that kids still go there. It's like prison. Um, but I'm pretty sure from like fifth grade, pretty much through high school, there's probably one time every year they're in trouble for something. 
And it no. wasn't all the way always bad. Like I got in trouble for I got I know I got in trouble once, but no one got no one he didn't get angry at me. He actually laughed at the kid, uh, which is awful. Um <laughs> my physics teacher, me and John Bullard <laughs> sat next to each other, and there was a kid named David. If I saw David now, I'd probably trip him. I just don't like him. He one of those people you just know you don't like. He it's not that I don't like him. He just doesn't like me, um, which is fine. People, that's cool. Um, you know what I just realized that we didn't hit record. On. Okay. We didn't hit record on. <laughs> I just thought about it. I, when you looked and I, you looked at mine, I was like, yeah, we didn't record this. I record this next part. I just noticed that. <laughs> Um, no, we, we were in uh, physics class. We had two because I had two science classes my junior year. Uh, in my physics class with John, ooh, we were throwing Skittles just like a people. We were just messing around. <laughs> we were watching the Big Bang Theory, okay? And one of the Skittles got away from me and hit David smack dab in the back of the head. He stood up and goes, who throws Skittles at me? <laughs> the teacher was like, David, shut up. <laughs> and he turned around. He threw the Skittle at our teacher. And it hit, I think it hit some other kid, and then they start arguing. So while they're arguing, me and John are just like, pow, pow, pow. And our teacher sees us, and he was like, yo, don't do that. And he starts laughing. So that happened in the class right after that. I sit right behind David. Like, oh, and right next to Josh Dickerson. <laughs> He's to my right. <laughs> now that I think about it. And uh, our teacher wasn't there yet. And he David sits down, and he goes, I know that was you throwing the Skittles at me. And I was like, ah, nah. I only threw one. And he got up and he threw a paper ball at me. It was very strange. Threw a paper ball at me. And I threw it back and it hit him like hit him hard. We're two feet away from each other. And he threw it at me. And then the, right whenever I threw it, my light just went off. Um, right when I threw it. We have a technical difficulty today. Whatever. Uh, right when I threw it, my teacher came in. And he sent us both to the office uh, with Miss Grinnell. Has... <laughs> if you know Miss Grinnell, you know what I was about to say. But Miss Grinnell, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, that kid. Yeah, I saw him on the day of the PlayStation Four release. Are you seeing him? He was in. He yeah, I saw him because I went to Best Buy to because the PlayStation Four came out a week before the Xbox. Yeah. So and I worked at Books a Million at the time, and this kid named Chasen, who's an Xbox guy, he worked there too. So. I went and waited in line on PS4 release day, and he, on his lunch break, he came and sat in my place for me while I, while I went and got food for him and me, then he would just take the food back to work, and then I was able to eat and sit in line, and then vice versa next week when Xbox came out. Okay, that's fine. That's, that's, good, that's good partnership but on right PlayStation there. 4 release day, I saw that David kid, and I was on my way to the line, and he saw me, and he ran at me, and he tripped and he fell off the curb and he got up and started cussing me out and then I went and took his spot in line because he was like 10 and there was no one else behind him so he got out of line and he was ready to beat you up that's wild Uh, oh well and then he had his then then like a lot of people showed up because he was in his car like putting like Neosporin on his kneecaps and then like 25 people showed up. That's tough. And he had to sit in the back of the line. And I could hear him yelling at me from the back of the line for like four hours. Uh, oh, man. I got in trouble with Coach <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. That man came at me. To... 
how you come up to somebody to try to beat them up? Do you remember Rahat? No. No? No. He got a thick ass. <laughs> Me and, um, do you remember Olivia? Yeah. Um, so. Her dad's a cop. Okay. I think. Her little sister graduated with a Savannah. No, okay, wrong person. I do know who you're talking about now. Yeah. Uh, me and her had a... Me and her were in the same class together. It was weird because I was, I was in a, a computer class with all like a bunch of upperclassmen. It was like me, her, Anna Quaros, uh, Alex Yeager. Uh, That's a fun class. Counts. Uh, uh, <laughs> Alex Dick. It was weird. Um, Trey Jones. It was weird. We were all in the same like computer class and Rahat was in that class too. And he was one of the, he ran to lunch. Well, one day, uh, <laughs> this is going back. <laughs> one day, me and Olivia, because uh, me and Olivia sat right next to each other, we were just like messing around. We were like, we're going to run to lunch. And so when the door opened, like when we were like able to leave, yeah, me and her like fast walked in front of her hot. And then he, oh, like, I do know who you're talking about. <laughs> um, and he like tried to, <laughs> he's not <laughs> material. <laughs> And he, he tried tripped. to hit you with this. <laughs> Yo, he tried. He tried to beat my ass. And uh, he tripped and fell. And he fell down the stairs to the lunchroom. But he like hit like two full on three six. He bow, bow, bow. <laughs> fucking fell. And he got up. And he looked at Olivia and said, you tripped me. And she goes, I didn't. I didn't. And I couldn't. Oh, my. I, I was crying. I was crying. Yo, that's so funny. Uh, that man fell hard, too. He got right back up. Hey. I ain't gonna lie, those are some of my favorite classes where I was typically the youngest person in the class. I'm always the youngest person yeah, in the yeah. class. But like I had a cooking class with like Cray. That's funny. Uh Jaeger, Alex Jaeger. All of my history classes, all four years in high school, I had Tyrell Richmond and Brock Hampton and JT Thompson. All and Mike Hill. They were all I always had a history class. So before. history and something else all through high school I took AP classes so I was in there all smart people I was probably the dumbest person in the class um, I always had a science class I had a science class with Chris Gittins and then I took I took physics with Hightower <laughs> <laughs> I think Jaeger in that class that was a rough class for that teacher cause we didn't care um, yeah. it was right before athletics we didn't care every day or every other day it's so strange to me that so we graduated in 12 yeah but I'm significantly younger than you. Like everyone in the class. Yeah, there's a couple of y'all that are. There are people in the class that graduated after us. That are older than you. That are a year older than Alex you. Alex Polk is one of those people. That's so weird. Because <laughs> he'll be, I'll be 29 this year. Alex will be, I think Alex will be 28 this year. Because we're a year apart. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Um, you was smart, I guess. Um, oh, whoops. I've, I, were you in practice that time that we got in trouble for Brock and Gus taking pictures at a basketball game? So we were on the road. Uh, no. Okay, here we go. We were on the road. If it's eighth grade, yeah. Coach Rochelle's first. Very few year. things I remember from basketball practice, and one of them was Juice uh, was Coach Pertell saying he could guard Chris Paul. Oh, with DeAndre, I was in football. I remember that everyone told me about it though. Mm. Um, got him said, "Don't laugh." <laughs> <And then> Juice, <laughs> uh, so, actually, was hurt at the time. I had a broke, I had a broken finger. Eighth grade, we, on the line. 
<laughs> Eighth grade. I can't run with this. We were uh, on the road chilling before the A game. And they probably had some hot cheerleaders. I ain't gonna lie. But Brock and Gus decided to take pictures of, of the cheerleaders. We got caught. <laughs> they got caught. That's like a Brock and Gus thing. <laughs> and they denied it. Like, no, we, boy, we was just on our phone trying to get service. We was like, y'all, we was watching y'all. That's funny. That's uh, like a very Brock and Gus thing. <laughs> So, Even the names, so Brock we, and Gus got caught <laughs> taking pictures of cheerleaders. Like, so we yeah. got, so we got back to school. Coach Rochelle, I was like, well, she. If someone told me now that two grown men named Brock and Gus got in trouble for taking pictures of high school cheerleaders, I'd be like, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the names are Brock and Gus. So we either practice like the next week. It's the whitest of white. And Coach Rochelle is pissed. He was yeah. pissed at night, but he was super pissed in practice. Mm. This man made mm. us get on the baseline, just the A team. Nobody Ooh. else. Ooh. Everybody else was done. This was... At- and he was like, all right, so we're going to start at 10, and we're going to work our way down. And we was like, 10 what? And he's like, 10 down and backs, and we're going to work our way down to one. Oh, okay. It was terrible. We was done with practice. We had already practiced. 10 down and backs isn't too bad. 10 down to nine, down to eight. I get that. Yeah. yeah so it's all like the- 10, nine, eight. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. But, but after practice, but you and you know most people are like down and back. Yeah, down and back is one. Not down is yeah. one. Down and back is one. And we're timed. Nothing. I'm sorry. No, I've, I've played sports my whole life. Conditioning. There's two things that will never. I'll never like. They scarred me for life. Seventh grade football. When all the people were like, "Oh yeah, have you done a snake yet?" Terrible. Oh, <laughs> ah! terrible. Well, if you, oh, have you done a snake yet? And we used to have to go to Center Street to practice. Yeah, terrible. And then the one day we did a snake, and it's like, start on the goal line, all the way across, up five yards, all the way across, up five yards, all uh, the way down, then a sprint back. Yeah. That was awful, but I'm glad it was just a one-time thing. <laughs> what? We did eighth grade all the time. Yeah, we did eighth grade a lot. I hate but it. I didn't play I'm football fine. seventh grade. I did. I played seventh and eighth grade. Uh, no. So, so that's that, that one's not as bad. Nah, yeah, no, nothing. The, the snake is rough. It's bad. It's don't get me wrong. The snake's bad, but I'm not, I think I know where you're going, but I'm gonna wait to see if you say what I think. I'm 12 years old, 13 <laughs> as a freshman, while everyone else is 14, 15. Freshman year, basketball off season. Oh, pl- second part of the off season. Plyos, plyos. Everyone I, said, don't start on wall sit. Hey, guess what? I never had to do. Them. Yeah, you lucky as shit. I did them twice, and then that, like two weeks after that, that's when uh, I tore my ACL. Yeah, you lucky. <laughs> lucky. Plyos and stairs. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah, I remember that. I remember plyos. Said, "Hey, all right, cool. Wall sits, jump rope, plate lunges. If you don't pick up the plate in a quickly manner, everyone stops. You get on the stairs, and then you got to start. What up. else we had? You had what?" Starts off so the coaches were in the corner with the bearcat. You had wall sits, and then like two feet away from that to the right was jump rope. Then you had the down the hallway was forty five pound plate lunges. Yeah. Then you would run through the locker room, go around to where you the staircase was. Do you step would do, ups. Do step ups with a the plate. Then after that was bench jumps. Yeah. And then after that, right in front of coach was plate lunge. I mean plate defensive slides. All right. That I. So when me and Tyrell got to plate defensive slides, I cr- <laughs> we, we cried. Somebody threw up that day. Yeah, Carl. <laughs> he was, he's he's the reason he threw up. He's the reason because he me because it was me, 
because we had an uneven amount of kids in that in basketball. So like every now and then during certain things, some one one person would get left behind. And they would have to wait. And yeah. They were lucky because they got a break. But Carl was one of them, and we were doing the plate lunges because at first he was in me, Tyrell, and JT's group. But then he had to wait. So we were doing lunges, and he couldn't pick up the plate because his fingernails were short, which uh, it's not really his fault. We're putting a metal plate on tile floors. Come they on. wanted us to fail. So he couldn't pick it up in time, and Coach Green blew the whistle, and he was like, nope, on the stairs. He was like, fuck. Stairs in general suck because you could be in the middle of practice. Left leg, bang, 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 up the way. Come down. Right leg. Bang, 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 bang. Bunny way hop. down. Bunny hop. Uh, skip a stair. Quick sprint. Feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's awful. And then... and then You got to go back and start... Almost start... Start over. Yeah. Yeah, I... We start... Me and Tyrell and us, we started on wall sits. And everyone said, don't start there. Because no. your last thing is defensive slides. Yeah, no. And you're right in front of Coach McCullough, who I, is a serious coach. I always tried to start on defense. The, the few times I did it, I always tried to start either on bench jump, step ups, or wall... Or Lunges. I mean, not lunges. Uh, anything but wall sits. I didn't care to finish with wall sits. It wasn't, you know. Yeah, you're behind coach. Yeah. He I can't know. see it. He's watching those defensive slides. Oh, and you better be low. Better be low. And I the, cried when he said cross lower, and I was like, I can't. And the plate yeah. better be above your head. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't fun. And then we did, uh, I remember, you also had to do lunges after school if you, like, failed a class. That wasn't too bad, though. Never had to do that. Mr. Cross's English class, uh, he would give you the chance to shoot your, your trash away, but if you missed, he would tell your coach you had to run for it. Never had to worry about that. He didn't have Mr. Cross. I did. Um, I did. Yeah, high school basketball was had some some times. We've been kicked. actually wasn't too bad. The only bad year was freshman year. It was because we had Coach McCullough. <laughs> yeah, he left after our, we didn't have to deal with him off season our sophomore year. Yeah, exactly. Because Cam left. Yeah. He, and he was leaving. Coach yeah. McCullough was leaving. So. He left because Cam left. Yeah, nah. <laughs> the uh, talent pool dropped off tremendously after that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I understand. I get it. Uh, yeah, he you was. You went from your best player being a 6'7", 190-200-pound dude that can windmill with D1 offers to a guy that's 5'11". I get it. I understand. And there was a... Because that middle class, the class between us and them wasn't basketball. Most of those guys were football players. Yep. Sorry, Nathan, Robert Mason, all you guys. Y'all were football guys. Yep. Uh, and our class couldn't stay out of trouble. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I ain't got nothing else to talk about, really. Me neither. Uh, so, this will be my last episode till I get back. It is. The is s- it? No, oh, not tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow. Well, Friday's episode. Yeah, Friday's episode will be the last one, yeah. So, I'm going to go home and finish packing. Y'all listen to NYMP. Yep. Buy a shirt. Yeah, do that. And follow us on socials. And for you jerks, I'm going to say this, that watch our reels. Actually listen to the podcast and not look forward to me dropping the reel. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Um, Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. All right, later. <laughs>